17-9, Argos leading the Red Blacks after three quarters of play. Mike Hogan, Jeff Johnson with you. One of our regular uh, tweeters, On Your Mark Yo, says, I'm watching the goalposts near the lake, and they are moving. The Ooh. wind is crazy. I don't know if he's part of one of the fan groups down in the uh, end zone, but uh, a regular Argo fan. Nice so work, Mark. He just says it's, uh, it's really windy down there, so... That will uh, favor the Red Blacks here in quarter number four as they are moving toward the lake. Well, look at the banners down that are normally hanging their flat oh, out that, horizontal. This is radio, Jeff. So anyone who's listening right now. Well, a flat out <laughs> horizontal <laughs> banner. They're going to go ground game. Here's Powell off the left side. He is met and hit hard by a Kwanzi Abusuansaw with his second big tackle in a handful of plays, and the Red Blacks will face a second down and eight. But you're right, it's, it's very windy, and. Uh, it looked for the most part. Usually we see the wind come off the lake. This is a northerly wind. So it's a very rare occasion where it's going in the other direction. Cleon Lang coming back onto the field, but he is in a full lake support on oh, crutches. That's not good. Back to pass is Harris. Dumps it off. Has a man on a crossing route who turns it upfield. This could go. What a move and a hurdle made. Trying to get the extra yards by Joshua Stangby. And he'll take it into the 14-yard line. He goes into the end zone, and they're ruling this a touchdown. Come on. They're saying he hurled the player, and Hold he was never touched. Did they not blow the whistle? I thought I heard a whistle. Stangby hurdles his man, and it's the right call. He was never touched. Did anybody touch him on the ground? No. Tuggle got him, but he had already stood up before Tuggle touched him. Did Harris not hit him here? Harris went for the legs. And may have grazed. Oh, oh he touched, oh, he him, right touched there. him with his feet. He's down by contact. As he That'll was going back. over the top. It's coming Good back. eye. I was watching the... Ruling on the field at this point is a touchdown. Scored. It is under review by the command center. No way. Well, it, it's an automatic it's close. review. So Trustman doesn't have to waste the time out here. That was definitive evidence that foot hit foot. That means he was tripped up. He was down by contact. The ball will be placed at the 15-yard line. The Argos had uh, and again. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll Some see. Some of the stuff we've seen this year. We'll see. Well, they had uh, they had uh, three man rush uh, initially with the D line, and then they brought three linebackers, DBs from the left side, so six guys, and they were all coming from the side that Stangby ran. So he was open, running across from left to right on a drag pattern. Trevor Harris hit him. Stangby went vertical over top of Harris, but as he was coming down, Harris's uh, leg was coming We're down as well, and they banged, and it looked like that. He should be counted down. We're going to take a timeout as they uh, review this with 14-9 remaining in the fourth quarter. Right now, it's 17-9. Did the Red Blacks score a touchdown? We'll find out when we get back. It's Argo Football on TSN 1050. Hogan Johnson with you. It's Argo Football on TSN 1050 waiting for Al Bradbury to give the Red Blacks good news or the Argos good news from where we sit. After review by the command center... The ball carrier was touched down at the 15-yard line. There we go. First down, Ottawa, at the 15. Saved by an ankle. As Brandon Harris's ankle made contact on the uh, way over. And that saves a touchdown. And now the Red Blacks are going to have to work for it. First down from the 15-yard line. And one can assume Ellingson or Sinopoli may be in their plans. They run an end around instead to Stangby to the 15 to the 10. He gets the touchdown. He didn't get it on the last play, but he'll get it here. And the Red Blacks now are a couple of points away from tying this up. 
My man Stangby has some wheels. We Oof. haven't seen it until that last play where he ran across on that drag, and we just saw it there with the end around. Man, was he flying. And uh, he came around. He took the handoff. Perfectly timed by Trevor Harris in the Ottawa offense. Stangby turns the corner. Sean Lemon chasing him, and uh, Cassius Vaughn, who was coming across, hits him, but he's already in the end zone. And the Red Blacks will go for two here to try and tie this up from the left hash mark at the three-yard line. Harris. They go run game. They go to the end zone. Moses Madu finds the end zone, and we are tied with 13 and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Madu with a zone run to the left. Troy Davis is there, but Madu cuts on a dime from left to right and dives across the goal line for two. Well, if we were worried, we if we were worried about the Red Blacks running out of gas in the fourth quarter, not yet. I think their stats of being behind after three, they have not won a game. Yeah, anyways, they they don't do well on the comebacks in the fourth quarter, but uh, they've just tied it up. Well, neither do the Argos. <laughs> <laughs> you want to look at it that way. The Argos have lost the last 15 games where they have trailed after three quarters. They are not built for the comeback. Yet you would think with the talent they have this year, that might not be the case. So they will get the kickoff here, and Edwards and Jackson go back. This is where we need a big return from Martise. It's going to be a deep kick. Here is the kick by Marv, and he puts a little juice into this one, Ooh. and it will go back to the goal line and over the head of Jackson and roll into touch, so no point. So that is good news for the Argonauts. It negates any potential return if Jackson had have started back at the goal line and caught the ball going forward. Sometimes you can outkick your coverage, as you well know. Good job by Martisa to let that go. And get a little bit of a break. Now, that's it. He should have been on the football quicker because if that takes a right turn yeah. or bounces back, that's a loose ball in the end zone. However, and they may have told him that if, uh, if it's going over your head, let it hit, see where yep. it's going to go, right? I mean, those guys, well, the Ottawa players are running from a long way. They're not going to get down. He's got a couple seconds. I did ask Ivan about working with Jackson. He said that's the one thing that uh, he really wanted to stress. And he said, I'm just basically still teaching him the rules about where to catch the ball, where to let it go. Yeah. Ray back to pass, in trouble, flag down. So is Ray back at the 15-yard line. Let's go down to the sidelines. Here's Kate Pedersen. Hoagie Cleon Lang back out here with a brace on his left knee and on crutches. The team telling us he's going for an MRI on Tuesday. Thank you very much. Not great news. When you see the golf cart come out, that is not good news for a football player. And it came out at the end of the first half, final play of the half. Yeah, not good at all. Where it looked like Trevor Harris oh. was injured. And Harris scramble. got up and Cleon didn't. Terrible, terrible. Second down and 16. They will decline the penalty. It was against the Argonauts. And the Argos going into the wind face a second and 16. Back to pass is Ray. Four-man rush. They set up the screen pass to Wilder. And he gets taken down in space. First guy caught his ankle. It took four to bring him down finally. But he wasn't going anywhere. It's a gain of one. And a flag comes out very, very, very late. And uh, this is going to be objectionable. There is a red-black without a helmet. And that might have something to do with the penalty, although Tyler Holmes just waved the offense back out onto the field. 
This is a dumb penalty against somebody. I don't know which team it is. Major foul. Unnecessary roughness. Ottawa, number four. Wow. 15 yards oh. up from the end of the play. Automatic first down. It was Jarrell Gavins who That's was without his helmet. Yeah. And somewhere in the pile, he did something. Yeah, that's uh. Ooh! Oh, he just turned around and he gave up track. Like backhand. a backhand, Will Campbell. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna do something. Yeah, it's not gonna do that's anything. Smart. It's like Will Gavin's Campbell's is 178 a pounds. Flee on his left shoulder. Yeah. So that's a dumb penalty. Wow. For that the Red Blacks and the Argos to go, thank you very much. They'll get a first down at the 35-yard line and new life in this 17-17 game. That's a critical area. They're going to give the ball to Wilder with a flag down. He bounces off one tackler, now takes it out wide and gets no yards. Although with the second effort, he'll be thrown down at the 37, and it's going to be a hold against the Argonauts. How do you manage that? Great effort by Wilder. That flag was thrown early. Here's Al Bradbury with the call. Holding, Toronto, number 69. 10-yard penalty remains first down. The aforementioned Will Campbell, after being a part of a penalty earlier is on the other end of the flag this time Wilder and Coombs check out and the Argonauts are going to go double tights or at least a single tight end here on first and 20 from their own 25 going into the wind. Is this just to give Ricky more protection? Interesting I, I'm not sure Maybe Tight end I'm... of the near side Declan Cross also went as a tight end on the far side Jamal Campbell reports as a tight end of the near side. Two receivers to the left one up top. That's where Ricky Ray looks, and he's got Cross who dropped the football. It was low and behind him, and it will be second down and 20. That was the Argos just trying to get some real estate back in this game of field position, which is tough to do when you're going into a strong wind. First and long with double tight ends that are offensive linemen. I, I, I'm not sure what the thinking is there, but well, Cross's Cross was one of the tight ends as a receiver. He was yeah. the intended one on that one. Coombs. And Williams come back in for the tight ends on this second down and 20. From their own 25-yard line. Tie game right now with 12 minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Three to the near side, two up top. Ball on the right hash mark. Back goes Ray. Four-man rush. Wants to go long. Single coverage down the sidelines. S.J. Green bobbles it and no. Another 50-50 ball. Check that. That was fuller this time around. I guess we're just used to seeing, or at least I am, him throwing up those balls toward S.J. Green. But it was Fuller this time, and he couldn't bring it down, and out comes the punt unit on third and 20. Fuller not happy at all. It's a ball that's uh, going one way or the other. Both guys had a, had a play on it. Fuller with the advantage, as you can see it with the timing, and uh, he just went up and uh, Rose is couldn't a tall bring it down. Rose is 6'1", so it's not like you're picking on a guy. He had both hands on the football, bobbled it, bobbled it again, and it came up before he hit the ground. Yeah, Fuller could have made that play. Well, he dropped one in the end zone in game one. High kick into the wind. Deontay Spencer at the 44-yard line. Wanted to go along the far sideline, stopped, and Levi Noel was down there to make the special teams tackle once again, and will take the timeout. Ottawa, tie game. They've got the ball. 11 and a half minutes left. What happens next? We'll tell you as we continue with Argo football on TSN 1050. Man sitting to my immediate right is Jeff Johnson. My name is Mike Hogan. This is TSN 1050's coverage of Toronto Argonaut football. 17-17. 12 minutes left here in the fourth quarter. Trevor Harris, 13 of 22 for 140 yards and a touchdown. He's picked it up here in the third quarter. Or in the second half, we are now in the fourth quarter, a couple of minutes in. 
Ricky Ray sitting at 291 yards unofficially as he tries for his fifth consecutive game with 300 yards. He's only done that once in his career. 43 attempts, Hope. Yep. Woo. 30 of 43. 70%. That's a little low, but he's got a couple of drops on him tonight. And the boys 40, got to start making those plays. 48-yard line is where Harrison Company will put it in play. They will put three receivers to the boundary with the ball on the left hash mark and run to the near side instead. And there is penetration. Tuggle shot the gap, makes the tackle a three-yard loss as he brings down Powell in its second and 13. Sean Lemon making that play, forcing Powell inside. Tuggle's right there. That's the way defenses work together. It's not just the sacks from a defensive end. It's setting that wall, setting that contain, and not allowing the guy to get outside and let your teammates come in and clear up. Great job by the D. That, you know what? How you do that is you play fast. Second down, 13 to go from their own 45-yard line. Harris back to pass, four-man rush. Looking, looking. Goes over the middle, it's intercepted. Picked off by the Argonauts to the 45, to the 40. And finally brought down at the 39-yard line. And it's Marcus Ball with his first interception as an Argonaut second time around. That's a huge play for the Toronto Argonauts. That's what they needed. They needed a spark from their defense, and that's huge. And again, Sean Lemon gets off the ball like a cheetah against the offensive lineman, Lezon Seguin. Comes around the corner. And his right hand just touches Trevor Harris's, I think, right hip as he throws his football. Trevor felt that pressure, and he threw it right into Marcus Ball's hands. Last week in Winnipeg, no sacks, no turnovers for the defense. Tonight, two sacks, and their first turnover on the interception by Ball. His first this time around the Argo. Back to pass, Ricky Ray. It's hit at the line of scrimmage. He wanted to go to the seam looking for... Can't tell who the intended receiver was. Uh, got tipped by Jake Serezna at the line there. I think he was looking for Malcolm Williams. Hard to tell. Yep, he was. Finally got the two. I saw the eight. Couldn't see the two. Well, I guess it would be him then. This is where you need the offense to click for him. Get on the offense. Sorry about that. Second down and ten from the 38. I don't know if they're in field goal range yet. Into the wind. It's very strong. No way. Ray back to pass. Three-man rush. Steps up, dumps it off to the check down. He's got Wilder, turns the corner. What a block and a first down. Oh, boy, did Fuller ever lay out his man. And Wilder read the block perfectly That's and gets huge. 11 yards and an Argonaut first down. Absolutely huge. James Wilder makes the catch, considers going straight downfield. He would have ran into the defensive back. Rather than that, he lets Joe, uh, Jeff Fuller make a hellacious block from the outside, smashing. Oh, oh. Right at the point. Who's that? Of the Jake time. Hardy? No, not Jake Hardy. That's Jonathan Rose. As Wilder steps around it, gets downfield for the first down. The market at the 27-yard line. Ricky Ray over 300 for the fifth time this year. Counterplay. Wilder, big hole to the 20 to the 18. Smash, mouth, football. Wilder still moving the pile for another four yards. Rumble, big man, rumble. It's a first down inside the 15. That's what I'm talking about. Wilder with a little counter run. Steps hard left, comes back to the right, follows big Tyler Holmes who pulls, lined up at the left guard position, kicks out Gascon Nadeau on a nice block, and he's also got big Will Campbell coming around looking to eat some red-black linebackers, and Wilder follows his big boys. He just destroyed, I think that was Taylor Reed. Taylor Reed. (laughs) 
And they're going to give it to Wilder again to the 10, to the 9, to the 8. He falls forward. He gets six yards. This is a tired Ottawa football club. Give me another 5-6. We talked it. about this off the top, about the formation that the Argos used in practice yesterday where they were where they dressed both American import linemen, which is not usual. Usually if you have a backup, you're not going to play an American as a backup on the offensive line. Both Brandon Washington and Will Campbell are dressed, and both are out there right now, I believe. Get off the ball and drive the Red Blacks back. Campbell has moved in as the uh, left tackle. And they have gone away from the double tight end set. They're going to go with a bunch formation to the near side. Coombs is now going to empty out the backfield. Three receivers on either side. Ray's going to drop back against the four-man rush. Step up. Oh, to the end zone. He's got a man. Touchdown. Anthony Coombs to the end zone. And the Argos reclaim the lead. I think that's a mismatch. Anthony Coombs in the backfield. Waggles out. He's got linebacker, middle linebacker, Taylor Reed covering him one-on-one. Coombs gives him a little move as he breaks out. Reed gets his ankles all twisted up, ends up on the turf as Coombs spins him around, gets open. Ricky Ray makes no mistake. Touchdown, Argos. Huge touchdown in this game for the Argonauts, and they're going to try the single-point conversion as opposed to going for two with eight minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's 23-17, first touchdown of the season for Anthony Coombs. That's a huge answer back by the Argos there after the Red Blacks touchdown. He had three touchdowns a year ago. And Liram Hiralahu right down Bay Street. It is a seven-point lead for the Argonauts as we go to break. 24-17, Argos lead, 7.50 left in the fourth. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos 24, Red Black 17. It's funny, you can go in and take a guy's head off. Helmet-to-helmet contact, it's a 15-yard penalty and a first down. Yeah. Or you can beat Jarrell Gavins and give a big offensive lineman a little swat with the back of your hand. Same thing, extends the drive, and the Argonauts march the field and take the lead. How do you think Jarrell Gavins is feeling Are right you now? kidding me? Rick Campbell looked like he was just going to go postal. I I mean, that, that happened, what, on the Argo... 20-yard line? 20-yard line? Yep. Yep. They kicked that ball. Red Blacks have it in the Argo territory in with the win. Range. Yep. In field goal range. Yep. And a chance to really take a chop out of the Argos this evening. And uh, instead, Gavin's undisciplined. That's just, you know what, I, I don't have time for that. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, whatever. And Stupid. even with the amount of possessions, the, the Red Blacks are now in a position where they have to get into the end zone. Yeah. Right? I yeah. Mean, two field goals with a change of possession in the middle will probably take about at least five minutes off the clock. Sure, sure. Yeah, Wilder and, uh, you know, James Wilder and the offense is starting to click on the ground a little bit. Boy, did I love that drive. Hiralahu, good low Perfect. line drive kickoff to the 11-yard line. And it's going to be Powell out to the 35, bouncing his way out. Nice return. Interesting that they don't use Deontay Spencer on kickoff return anymore, even though his numbers are incredible. Uh, he has averaged this year on kickoff returns 24.4 yards on kickoff return. You think they'd want him out there? That's unreal. Yeah, but you know what, Hope? He's playing a lot of offense. Maybe he wasn't. So is William it. Powell, who's taking more hits than Well, maybe they have. Are they going to? I don't know. Well, was Powell out there last time, too? Yep. It wasn't Deontay? Yep. Yeah. It, was, it was the two running backs, him and Madu. Maybe they're flipping a coin. First down at the 37 yard line, and they're going to give the ball to Powell right off. The kickoff return, and he's going to get two, maybe three yards with a kind spot. That doesn't make sense then. And it will set up second down and a long seven. 
little bit more than seven yards to get, and just inside the 40-yard line. Redbacks rolling with hurry up here. Trevor Harris, 13 of 23 for 140 yards, a touchdown and a pick. And he drops back to pass, and he goes to the seam, and he's got a man. It's clockwork with this offense. And it's going to be Deontay Spencer, the aforementioned former Argo, with a 12-yard reception, and a first down at the Red Blacks 48. Red Blacks in a hurry-up offense right now, working with probably, I don't know what, five to ten plays that they've memorized, perfected. They know what the signals are, and, and they're running. They look pretty crisp. They will send Deontay Spencer wide to the right. The ball just inside the left hash mark and go right up the middle to Powell, who will get to midfield, and he has stood up there. I didn't see the first look was administered by, I think it was Johnny Sears Jr. who got up. And he played the hammer, or was Tuggle it Marcus was in there Ball? Too. I think yep. Tuggle was in there, too. There was a meeting at the quarterback, but not until he gained eight, eight and a half yards. So second down and short for the Red Blacks. Way too much, way too much yards. Good job. by Great blocking by the uh, Red Blacks O-line up front. Opened up a seam. Powell hit it fast. Harris now calls the play in short yardage. They give it to Powell. He will get what should be first down yardage. Yeah, he's got it. And uh, he needed two. It looks like he got two and a half. Although the spot is not kind to the Red Blacks, I still think they have the first down. This looks close to me. Yeah. I don't know if you can eyeball that. Uh, yeah, I think he's got it. it. Yeah, he's got it. Falls across the 52. He needed to get just shy of the 52. By a bit of length of the football, it's a first down for the Red Blacks. That's been two minutes there. Seven-point lead for the Argos with five and a half minutes remaining. Argos doing a nice job. They're not giving Trevor Harris anything to look at in the pre-snap. They're just kind of waddling around and moving around and moving bodies all over the place. Now they've got Marcus Ball out as a, as a corner. It's because Powell's down here lined up as a wideout. Trevor Harris is going to bounce off one tackle, but not the second one. And it is going to be your guy, Troy Davis, with the tackle. Perhaps a sack, perhaps a quarterback run and a tackle for a loss. But nonetheless, it's a loss of a yard and second down and 11 to go. That is a sack. The Red Blacks had Powell lined up wide to the right as a wide out. Marcus Ball realizing it late, running out there, and they were trying to fancy play and didn't work for him. Yeah, it will be a sack. He hadn't really committed to running forward. Loss of a yard. Third sack of the night by the Argonauts. First of the night by Davis. Lemon and Lang have the other one. Back to pass, Trevor Harris, the four-man rush. He gets rid of the football. He's got Powell underneath. It was tackled immediately. Great open field tackle by Marcus Ball, who was having his best game as an Argonaut round two. Certainly his best half. Excellent tackle by Marcus Ball. And uh, I've been keeping the defense out, saying, guys, you know what? This is possible fake territory for the Red Blacks. Good call. Let's keep the defense out there. That's smart. Jamie Elizondo, former coach here. You talked about this on the podcast. He stole one of your plays. You and O'Shea, the <laughs> onside punt that Ottawa tried the other game, which didn't work. And it's going to be Maher getting this one away. There was some pressure. It's a corkscrew that will come down at the four-yard line. Jackson drops it, and the Red Blacks have it. Oh. Initially, the Red Blacks have it. I think Jackson got it back. He did. Jackson dropped it. It was right in the hands of a Red Black player. And the next thing you know, Jackson dove in there and got into the fetal position, showing that he had the football inside. I don't know how the Red Blacks didn't recover that. Oh, my goodness. Jackson catches it. It hits him above the head. He bobbles it. First man in on the football. Would have, could have, should have had it. 
it was Keelan Johnson, the starting safety. Jackson needed away from himself. Johnson Ooh. was all over it, and then it zipped out. Bogey, are you kidding me? That was nerve-wracking. The ball Man. went up in the air, and it had... You know, normally when a when a punter kicks the ball, the ball is going up with the point up, and then it turns over and comes down. Yep. Well, it actually stayed up the whole way, and it kind of corkscrewed down, and it had a wobble going to it. Martiz had a hard time judging it, and it hit him in the chest and bounced onto the turf. And man, is he very fortunate to get a to, to get a piece of that? Argos deep in their own territory right now, at the five yard line. Play action, Ray. He's going to throw. He's going to throw an intermediate route, and it is almost intercepted as Armani Edwards went parallel to the ground, flat out to try and catch it. Closest man to the football was the man who made the mistake on the last series, Jarrell Gavins. I'm, that's a curious play call. If it had have worked, it would have been golden, though. Yeah. But you've got a tired defense out there and a whole lot of big guys, a 230-pound running back, a couple of really big receivers. You'd think that would be, let's pound this thing, as the Let's Go Argos chant comes alive here at BMO Field. There we go. Crank it up. Second and ten from the five-yard line. Ball on the left hash mark. Back to pass is Ray. Five-man rush. He's got a man downfield and missed him, but there's a flag down. Gavin. He was looking for S.J. Green, who did the Superman dive, and it's going to be pass interference against the Red Blacks. Right where S.J. Made, went to make his break, I believe, Jarrell Gavins oh, gave him a little too much. He's not going to have a fun flight or train ride home. I don't know how they got here. He may be on the bus on the way home. Could be on another plane. That's what I mean. <laughs> They're talking about it. Al Bradbury's going to make the call here. And 320 remaining, the Red Blacks would have to use their flag to challenge it. And Bradbury has never said what the penalty is. And he's just going to put it in play. And Rick Campbell almost hit an official with a flag. He threw the challenge flag. I don't know why he's Bradbury tell the story? didn't explain what happened, but Come he on. didn't. They marked the first down for the Argos, although the ball is still being marked at the five. They didn't move the chain. Ruling on the field is pass interference, oh, Ottawa okay. number four. First down, Toronto. We have a challenge by Ottawa. Well, thank you. Took long enough. Yeah, for the ball to have been this far overthrown, somebody, I mean, I didn't see what happened, but... Uh, you assume late coming I, out of the I'm break. I'm assuming that SJ was derailed or interfered with Ottawa's that. challenging this play. Okay. You Believe take there us was through no the replay. Pass it will be reviewed. So you've got two receivers to the left of Ricky Ray, and SJ post runs corner. a post corner. And he grabbed him. And uh, Jarrell Gavins grabbed him, put his leg, his right leg out in front of him, you know, clearly interfered with SJ's cut, almost tripped him. SJ managed to keep his balance, and the ball was overthrown. He just ran. It looked like it was going to be a hard in route, and when he crossed over, the balance was lost by Gavins, and he didn't have much choice. I mean, I think he was just trying to maintain his balance more than interfere with him. But you can't do that. See, right here, right what? when uh, SJ takes two steps on ball. the post and Jarrell Gavins is about to commit, and then SJ breaks out of it, Gavins tries to recover and puts his right leg in front of him and his hand out and definitely interfered with him. Ottawa was trying to sell that it was offensive pass interference. SJ got away with one of those last week in Winnipeg with a push-off. That's a veteran call where you're SJ Green. You get a little away with a little bit more. I'd like to have this see this one more time because did SJ stumble? Is this are you saying this just could be inadvertently they got their feet tangled? Well, I you know what I just want, I'd like to see it again because I was watching Jarrell Gavins. Gotcha. 
And if SJ stumbled, they might argue that he's... Well, you here's know, the call. Al Bradbury, let us know. After review, the ruling on the field stands. Pass interference. There you go. First down. That is a Toronto, big, Ottawa has lost their big, last timeout. Big first down. And as you heard from Al Bradbury, no timeouts now remaining for the Ottawa Red Blacks with 3.20 remaining here in quarter number four. Huge. So the auto, if the Argos can run a couple of first downs here, certainly this will take it down to the three-minute warning with the clock moving. That would have been ugly trying to punt in that situation. 3.11 left on the game clock, 9 on the play clock, so they will be able to take this down inside the three-minute warning. Ray is going to throw on first down, and he has a man out to the 27-yard line, a gain of six yards. As that's interesting, and it's Malcolm Williams with the catch, and that play will take us to the three-minute warning. Argos up by seven. Can they run out the clock and maybe get an insurance field goal. We'll find out when we come back. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Jeff Johnson, Mike Hogan with you. Second down and three to go for the Argonauts. 2.57 remaining here in quarter number four. Okay, coach, is this a solid dose of James Wilder here? Or do you get tricky, maybe run some play action? Second and three. Ricky Ray is actually running over now to talk to Mark Tressman with S.J. Green. This is interesting. Is Fajardo out there? No, he's not. They just wanted to make sure. So now Ricky, at 412 years old, has to run all the way back to the huddle. Well, okay, jog, saunter. Uh, everything everything in football right now tells you to run the ball. Yes. A tired... It, what should everything, be tired, everything yeah. says they should run Size. the ball. But this team doesn't run the ball, so I don't know. <laughs> and they're not using a tight end. They're going to go bunch formation to the near side. They've got, they got cross out Declan there. Cross lined up as a flanker on the right side. Ball just inside the right hash mark. And Ray comes out the Wilder to the 30. Falls forward. He is so, so close. Did he get that handout stretch? They're going to mark it just oh, shy of the 31. Boy, it's close. going to be Cody Fajardo time. It, this is half a yard. Yeah. Less than half a yard. Get us a measurement. Oh, this is going to yep, be it. They're, they're going to measure. It in. I think. It in. I think he's like. I think they're just measuring so they can place it properly at the hash mark because this is not going to be a first down. I don't think. This looks like it's about six inches. Yeah, maybe not quite a full football shy of the first down. And then you bring in Cody Fajardo. Cody Fajardo has been spectacularly effective at running short yardage. He's six five. There's a yard off the ball, and Doug Flutie's in the house. Yeah, tribute to Doug. Let's Maybe do Doug it. could go down and run the quarterback. Oh, sneak. you think he'd he'd do it? <laughs> Are you kidding? He'd do it. <laughs> and it is shy by less than the length of a football, so they're able to measure. Two inches. Oh, that's like that's less. Of, that's like three inches. Yeah, a couple of chain lengths. And out comes Cody Fajardo, and out comes Jamal Campbell, and out comes Corey Watman. That's interesting that Watman was not out there. Jamichael Dean, it looks like, is in playing guard. I didn't notice that Watman had, uh, was not out on that series. I'll try and get you an update on that. Interesting. Yeah, I missed that as well. Jamichael Dean started 16 games for the Red Blacks. He started the last three years for the Red Blacks at left guard, so it's not like they're getting chopped liver as the Newtonbrook graduate comes back to Toronto to play. See, Boy, they've got some big guys on that offensive line, and oh Jamichael's one of 6'5", 330. They do. They got some big boys, but Hoagie, these plays, 
They make me nervous. Okay. Right? Let's see how nervous. This is crunch time here. Third and inches. Clock is moving. 2.25 remaining. Fajardo up under center. It's an I formation. He falls forward. I don't know if he got it. Oh, my god. I do not know if he got it. The he, far, he official, it. The far official is marking it across the 31-yard line. The near official is marking it at the 31-yard line or maybe a little bit shy. Where's the push with all those big bodies up front? Come on! With a yard off the ball. And the Argos are saying they got it. Four members of the Argonauts are saying he hit the 31-yard line. That's where he had to get. Are they going to measure? Bradbury's saying, get away from me. This is way too close. Oh and if he didn't get it, the uh, the Red Blacks have a first down at the 31-yard line. bringing out the measurement. And Fajardo, I mean, when you And he's been dynamite at running this. Well, it's, I mean, Hoagie, he, it's not his fault here. It's, oh, it's, it's the push up front, and the guys are not low enough. Right, oh, Fajardo's overhead. almost vertical when he tries to go across here. He didn't here. get it. Oh, the previous no, play he didn't get spot, it. Not a that prayer. ball is under review by the command center. If they want to go to the overhead shot, TSN just this has the overhead camera. And if they want to use the overhead shot, there's no way he got the first down. Not a prayer. I don't know what it's going to say on the field. And it's inside three minutes, so the Red Blacks don't have to challenge, which is fortuitous to them because they don't have a uh, timeout left. It's a hell of an effort on the Red Blacks' D-line. Absolutely. Inside there. Full credit there. They, they got the pads lower. They got everything done. Who's that? Zach Evans, Jake Serezna, 6'6", 294. Yep. 6'4", Zach Evans. Why, what's, the, what's the delay here in measuring this? Oh. Like, Fajardo, the, the, he just ran into his guy. From the overhead camera, although there is an like it's on an angle. It's not directly overhead. Serezna. No it, way he got the It's Serezna that comes the command center, We are going with the spot by the officials on the field, and we're going to measure. Okay. Okay, so they reviewed it first. Drum roll. There's a great, the camera's in our way. They've got the camera right on the ground, and it's Ottawa first down. He didn't get it. He did not get the first down. Come on. Now. This is Serezna, Hoagie. Serezna was in the backfield, and Fajardo got bumped and knocked off. What a play by the, let's give full credit. Red, black, D-line. But that's, that's, you've got to be able to make that. Oh, absolutely like, like you three do. three inches. You it's do. Not, it's not like, it was three chain links. And Fajardo's upset, but that's not on him. He had no hope on that one. And the officials made the right spot. And it did not work for the Argos. 2.17 remaining, and the Red Blacks need a touchdown to tie. Argos win tonight. They win the season series with Ottawa and take sole possession of first place in the East. Ball at the 31-yard line. Trevor Harris has three receivers to the left with the ball on the right. Hash mark Ellingson has a Kwasi-Wusu-Ansa in single coverage at the bottom. And that's the way he's looking. It's not there. It's a pump and go. He's looking. Ellingson, and it is caught in coverage. Yes, what a catch. What a route. Greg Ellingson just steals one away from AK, and the Red Blacks are a point away from tying this ball game. Unreal. Well, that's what superstars do. They show up oh. at the right time when you need them. Ellingson's been quiet all night. Aquasi, full credit, has done a great job of covering him. But on this particular play, he interfered with him. Aquasi has He's his hand it. on Ellingson. Wow. Ellingson still manages wow. to get around him, and it's a perfect throw and a unbelievable catch by Greg Ellingson, wow. who just time and time again gets it done. Wow. That was outstanding. Outstanding. 
It's too bad there haven't been close games and big catches in the CFL this year. Uh, <laughs> Unreal. Ellingson on the vertical down the right side, right sideline. What a catch. Well, here's the extra point now, which is all of a sudden rather large from 32 yards. And the snap is a little high. Marr has it and got it. We're tied. 2.09 remaining here in regulation time. How about a little flutey magic? Are we able 24. 24. <sighs> Ellingson we'll with get... his first touchdown of the night. Oh, my Sinopoli has one. Stangby has one. So there we go. They've hit all of the big targets tonight, aside from Deontay. For the Argonauts, Declan Cross, Anthony Coombs have touchdowns. Okay, they're just showing a replay here, and Ellingson actually runs an out and up. Yep. That's what gives him the little bit of separation he needed to get by a quasi Awusu Ansa. And uh, Trevor, good patience. There's the red black O line giving them the tiny needs on that play. And he throws it right in behind. I mean, that ball missed AK's hand by about a quarter of an inch from being knocked down. Oh. Ball at the 35-yard line on the tee. Marr comes up, and now Marquise Jackson, does he have a little magic, a little Winnipeg magic left over? Here's the kickoff, or do they even kick it to him? They do. It's deep. Marquise Jackson comes up at it, takes it at the one-yard line, near side of the numbers, to the 10 to the 15 to the 20, going to the inside, 25-30. There's a spin move. It is oh. couldn't quite keep his balance, but takes it out to almost the exact spot on the field where the Argos were just a little bit short of the first down at the 32-yard line. That is almost exactly the spot on the field where Wilder could not get the extra three inches for the first down. 2-0-2 remaining for the Argonauts in this tie football game. We're at 24. Argos moving into the wind, which is steady. And the Telltale's a little bit more limp in the end zone where the Argos are heading protected, I guess, by the scoreboard a little bit. Ray back to pass on first down, dumps it off. He's got the check down to S.J. Green, who eludes a tackle to the 40, to the 44-yard line. Move the sticks. It's a 12-yard gain on a Toronto Argonaut first down. Great play by S.J. Green. Makes this catch here, turns inside. He's got an, uh, an escort in uh, Wilder running downfield as well, and Taylor Reed downfield with a huge hit as S.J. cut inside, knocks him on his back, but... Not before the first down. Ricky Ray, unofficially 332 yards. He is over the 300-yard mark for the fifth time in five games this season. Back to pass is Ray. He's got a man. He's got Williams on the in route across the 50 to the 51. That's good for seven yards. As the Argos get closer and closer, See, this ideally you get right down to the goal line and you punt one through the back of the end zone. See, the Red Blacks right now are in a bit of a prevent defense. Completely disagree with it because there's oh, lots of time, and it's allowing the Argos to get a couple throws underneath here. It looks like they've just tightened up. Just to give you some perspective, right now it would be a 66-yard field goal. They need a lot more. Ray over the middle has the man. Fuller's got the catch across midfield of the 52-yard line. Move the sticks. Seven yards and a first down. They are giving Ricky Ray little chunks. He is taking little chunks. And right now it would be a 59-yard field goal. Yeah, you know what? The routes are great right now because everything's on timing. Ricky's dropping back. He's turning his first read. It's there. He's throwing it. Into the wind, I want to trust 
Hirolahu from 40 because the wind is that strong. So you'd need another 20, 25 yards. Bray back to pass. Looking. Has a man on the seam far side. Diving catch by S.J. Green. They're picking away. Check that. It's Armonte Edwards with the catch inside the 45 to the 43-yard line. Looking tight as he lays out to his left and catches that ball about uh, four or five inches off the turf and pulls it right in and secures it tight. A minute four remaining. Right now it would be a 51-yard field goal. Argos need another 10 to be comfortable. They've got three receivers to the near side. Wilders in the backfield to the left of Ricky Ray. Ball on the right hash mark. Argos moving right to left. Tie ball game. Here's Wilder off tackle. He has the first down to the 41-yard line. He needed two. He got three. Spinning off the first tackler and moving the sticks. It would be a 48-yard field goal. We need some more yards, Hogue. I don't like this right now. Let's see. With that wind, I just don't like it. Give me some more. 42 seconds left. Oh, he's not getting it there for 48. As strong as Liram Hyralahu's leg is, that oh. would be asking a lot. Then again, they only need the single. Ball up the 41-yard line on the right hash mark. Ray, play action. He's got Coombs. He's got a blocker to the 40 to the 35-yard line. He steps out of bounds. And all of a sudden, they're at 42 yards. For Liram Hyralahu, 21 seconds remaining on the clock. It's a tie game here in the fourth quarter at 24. Zone read. Ricky pulls the ball, throws it out to Coombs, who's sliding out to the right towards the flat. Open. Coombs does a good job. Get out of bounds. Stop that time. Keep it uh, at 21. Argos going without the tight end set. They are picking uh, their way downfield through the air. Clock stopped with 21 seconds remaining. Second down and four to go from the 35. Gray back to pass. Four-man rush goes to the sideline. It is caught by S.J. Green who will stop the clock as they move the field, the uh, sticks, and they are in field goal range now. They're at the 28-yard line. 16 ticks on the ticker. Now I'm feeling better. Now I'm feeling better about this. S.J. Green pushes. Jarrell Gavin's up. Field cuts out. Ricky on timing. Puts it on the money. Gavin's is all over him. Ray looking things over. He's got three to the left. Coombs in, comes in tight now. They give the ball to Wilder, who turns the corner and gets tripped up. Did his knee hit at the 31? It did. I believe it did. With five seconds left, Q. Liram Hyralahu, the Western Ontario product. When he retired, he was, or graduated, he was the leading scorer in U Sports history. And now... Liram Hyralahu will attempt a 34-yard field goal for an Argonaut win and a series sweep of the Ottawa Red Blacks. Jake Reinhardt is the long snapper. Cody Fajardo is the holder. It's just inside the hash mark on the right side of the field. The right footer looks. The snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is good. Get up the brooms. The Argonauts have just swept the Ottawa Red Blacks. They get the win on the final play of the game. Argos 27, Ottawa 24. Unreal, Hoagie. Great finish to a football game. I'm still reeling from that third and inches that the Argos missed there. They should have had that, but you know what? The guys around them bail them out. They get the opportunity. The offense carry the ball, execute on passing, rushing, and they get it done at the end of the game with a special teams kick. Liram Hyrolo, awesome. This just in. Richard Ray is a very good quarterback. Not bad. He dissected the Ottawa Red Blacks down the field for the game-winning points and a 2-0 record against the Red Blacks in the regular season.